Chapters 43 to 48 of the Rule of Saint Benedict. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Filippo Joachim. The Rule of Saint Benedict by Saint Benedict of Nursia. Translated by Anonymous. Chapter 43. As those who come late to the work of God or to table. As soon as the signal of divine office shall be heard, each one, laying aside whatever occupation he may happen to be engaged in, shall hasten with all speed and yet with gravity, lest an occasion be given for light behavior. Let nothing, therefore, be preferred to the work of God. If any one shall come to matins after the Gloria of the ninety-fourth psalm, which we would have said slowly and leisurely for this very purpose, let him not stand in the order in the choir, but last of all, or in a place which the abbot shall have set apart for such negligent people, that he may be seen by him and by all the rest till the work of God be ended. Thus, and do penance and make public satisfaction. We have judged it fitting they should stand in the last place or apart for this reason, that being seen by all, they may for very shame's sake amend. For it they remain outside the oratory, some one will perchance either return to his cell and sleep, or at least sit without and abandoning himself to idle talk, give an occasion to the evil one. Let him therefore enter in, that he may not lose all, but may be amended for the time to come. In the day hours, let him that shall come to the work of God, after the verse Deus in auditorium and Gloria of the fourth, of the first psalm, stand last, as directed above, and not presume to join himself to the choir of singers, until he has made satisfaction, unless the abbot shall, by his permission, give him leave, on condition, however, that he afterwards make amend for his fault. He that cometh to the table before the verse Oculi Omnium, or Edent Pauperes, so that all may say the verse and pray, and all at once sit down at the table together, shall be corrected once or twice, if these have happened through his own fault or negligence. And if he do not afterwards amend, let him not be admitted to a share of the common table, but being separated from the company of his brethren, let him eat alone, and let his portion of wine be taken away from him, till we make satisfaction and amend his way. He shall suffer the like penalty, who is not present at a verse confiteantur, or memoriam, that is said after meal. And let not any one presume to take meat or drink before or after the appointed time. Moreover, if anything be offered to a brother by the prior, and that brother refuse it, but afterwards have a mind for it, 
he shall receive neither that nor anything else, until he have made suitable atonement. Chapter 44 How those who are excommunicated are to make satisfaction. At the hour when the work of God is being celebrated in the oratory, let him who for more grievous offences is excommunicated from the table or oratory, lie prostrate before the doors thereof saying nothing. Only with his head upon the ground let him lie at the feet of all who go out of the oratory. This he shall do until the abbot think he hath given sufficient satisfaction. When ordered by the abbot, he shall cast himself at the abbot's feet, and then at the feet of all the brethren, that they may pray for him. Then, if the abbot shall order it, let him be received into the choir, and stand in that rank which he shall appoint, yet so that he presume not to intone a psalm, or read a lesson in the oratory, or do anything else unless the abbot again order him. After each hour, when the work of God is finished, let him cast himself upon the earth in the place where he stands, and in this manner make satisfaction, until the abbot commands him to cease therefrom. But let such as for slight faults are excommunicated only from the table make satisfaction in the oratory as long as the abbot shall command, and let them continue their satisfaction until he bless them and say, it is enough. Chapter 45 Of those who commit any fault in the auditory. If any one, while reciting a psalm, responsory, antiphon, or lesson, shall make any mistake, and not forwith atone for it before all, let him be liable to greater punishment, as one who will not correct by humility what he hath done amiss through negligence. But for such a fault let children be beaten. Chapter 46 Of those who offend in lighter manners If any one, while engaged in labor, either in the kitchen or the cellar, or in the service of others, in the bakehouse, the garden, or in any other occupation, shall do anything amiss, or break, or lose anything, or offend in any other say, and do not come presently before the abbot or community, and of his own accord confess and make satisfaction for this offense. When that is made known by others, he shall be more severely punished. But if the fault be a secret sin, let him manifest it to the abbot only, or to his spiritual seniors, who know how to heal their own wounds, and not to disclose or publish those of others. Chapter 47 Of Making Known the Hour for the Work of God Let the abbot take care, both night and day, to signify the hour of the work of God, either by announcing it himself, or by entrusting the duty of so doing by some watchful brother, in order that all things may be done at their appointed times. But after the abbot, let such as have been appointed, each in his own order, 
intoned a psalm or antiphon. Let not any one presume to sing or read unless he have skill enough to do so unto the edification of the headers. Whomsoever the abbot shall appoint to do this, let him do it with humility, gravity, and the fear of God. Chapter 48 Of Daily Manual Labor Idleness is an enemy of the soul. Therefore, the brethren ought to be employed at certain times in laboring with their hands, and at other fixed times in holy reading. Wherefore we think that both these occasions may be well ordered thus. From Easter till the 1st of October, let them, on going forth from prime, labor at whatever they are required, till about the fourth hour. From the fourth till close upon the sixth hour, let them be employed in reading. On rising from table after the sixth hour, let them rest on their beds with all silence, or if perchance any one shall desire to read, let him read in such a way as not to disturb any one else. Let none be said seasonable. At about the middle of the eighty hour, and after that, let them work at what they have to do till the evening. If the situation of the place or their poverty require them to labor in repairing their corn, let them not be saddened thereat, for then are they monks in very deed, when they live by the labor of their hands, as our fathers and the apostles did before us. Yet let all things be done with moderation, for the sake of the faint-hearted. From the first of October till the beginning of Lent, they shall be employed in reading till the second hour complete, when tears shall be celebrated, and from that till the ninth hour let them labor at whatever work is enjoyed them. At the first signal of the ninth hour let them all leave off work, so as to be ready when the second signal is given, after their refaction, they shall be employed in reading spiritual books or the psalms. But in Lent, they must read from morning till the third hour complete. Then let them work till the end of the tenth hour, at what is enjoyed them. In these days of Lent, let each one have a book from the library, and read it all through the in order. The books must be given at the beginning of Lent, let one or two seniors be specially appointed to go about the monastery at the hours in which the brethren are employed in reading, and see that no one be slothful or give himself up to idleness or foolish talk and neglect his reading, being thus not only unprofitable to himself but also a hindrance to others. If such an one be found, which God forbid, let him be reprehended once or twice, and if he do not amend, let him be so severely corrected, that others may take warning by it. Neither let one brother associate himself with another at unseasonable times. On Sunday all shall devote themselves to reading, except such as are deputed for the various offices. But if any one shall be so negligent and slothful as to be either unwilling 
or unable to meditate or read, let him have some work imposed upon him which he can do, and thus not be idle. To the brethren who are of weak constitution or in delicate health, such work or art shall be given as shall apt them from idleness, and yet not oppress them with so much labor as to drive them away. Their weakness must be taken into consideration by the abbot. End of chapters 43 to 48 Recording by Filippo Joachim